Hello, my name is Rita Amarichinda, and this is Hashtag IP Series. My podcast features talks on recent intellectual property cases, which could take the form of copyright, trademark, patent, industrial design, trade secrets, plant varieties, and geographical indication. For my first-time listeners, thank you for taking out the time to listen to my podcast. I hope you find it really um, intellectually stimulating. Thank you for listening. And for my returning listeners, you guys are the best. Thank you for always coming back to listen to my podcast. I hope you do enjoy this particular episode. Cheers, guys. hot tea this morning okay guys first to find out who go gets the trademark that is in nigeria is who files the trademark first that gets the trademark have you registered your logo have you registered your slogan your name your logo design shape and figure anything that is affiliated with your brand that you know people can be can use it to identify your product um or you might want to do it the Bentley Motors way. So with that, I welcome you to today's episode on IP series. And as tradition, our case study today is the Bentley clothing against Bentley Motors on the use of the name Bentley for clothing in the UK. Summary of the case. Bentley clothing... A company founded in 1967 had approached Bentley Motors in 1998 over the use of the name Bentley. Bentley. Now, the Volkswagen-owned company had made several attempts to cancel Bentley clothing trademark rights in the UK. And you know that, like I've said, um, IP is territorial in nature, so it's, it's the jurisdiction that you register your IP that you you get to have a say and exclusive right so Bentley Motors had you know tried to cancel Bentley clothing's trademark rights in the UK intellectual property office since they've been trying to do that since 2000 but they were not successful even though they had started using the name Bentley on clothing in 1987 now remember Bentley clothing had started using the name before Bentley Motors. Now, for grounds on cancelling a mark in Nigeria, on grounds for cancelling a mark in Nigeria, see Rules 86 of the Trademark Regulation, which provides that an application must be made to the registrar under Section 40 Sub 1 of the Trademark Act for the alteration of the register to cancel change or strike out goods um that were made by the registered proprietor of the trademark and the person must satisfy the registrar that he is entitled to do that and it must be done using form 23 signed by the registered proprietor or other persons entitled under the regulation unless in a very exceptional exceptional um, circumstance the register may allow otherwise now in 1987 when bentley motors started using 
um, Bentley for their clothing line, there was an honest concurrent use. And under the UK Trademark Act, when you don't use your mark, it can lead um, to the mark being re revoked or removed from the trademark registry. You can see section 46 of the UK Trademark Act and also see section 11 on non-use as a defense in infringement proceeding. What that means is that if there's an infringement and you're challenging it, the um, the defense you can use is that the reason why he stayed using that mark was because the person that actually registered it had not been using his since he registered it. And in UK, um, it must be for at least five years that the person ha has not been using the mark. That can also lead to the mark being cancelled as well. Um, you can also listen to, to my podcast where I talked about um, when non-use of a mark can lead to a partial or total cancellation or evocation of a mark. Um, that was for the the um now in the case is RS performance AG against Ferrari. Please check that um, particular episode out. Now in this case, Judge Richard Hacker ruled that Bentley Motors action in the later years showed that they had steadily encroached on Bentley's clothing's goodwill. And goodwill in relation to trademark means the value of a brand mark has attained, is easily recognized by consumers, and is also tied to a particular mark. And we know that trademark as an intellectual property is a source identifier or indicator, and it's also territorial in nature like every other form of IP. Um, according to an article, they had listed the top 10 brand, and, and Apple topped that chart with um, it being valued at $323 billion. So you, you can understand why brands um, like Bentley Clothing are so particular as to, you know, protecting their, their trademark as an IP. Now, what are the ways for protecting your goodwill associated with a trademark? According to Emily A. Dayton, they include, one, it could have a direct impact on licensing, enforcement efforts, and litigation. Two, it can provide the trademark owner with leverage during the license negotiations, which can also lead to stronger royalty rates for the trademark owner. Um, three, the goodwill associated with a particular trademark will help to broaden the scope of enforcement efforts and also give additional credence to demand letters and other enforcement efforts. Four, evaluate coverage in key international jurisdictions and recording trademarks with local customs authority. In an 1869 case, Lord Mackenton in Trego against Hunt held that goodwill is no thing more than the probability that old customers will resort to the old place. Um, now, I, I went further to say, as a business owner or a trademark owner, do you agree with Lord Mackenzie that old customers will resort to familiar old places and 100% voted for yes? Because, like I said, trademark 
and an eyepiece they source identifies. So when people are familiar with a particular brand, they always want to, you know, go back to what they are familiar with, either because of um sentiments, you know. Now, um back to our case study. Bentley Motors claims that there's no evidence of confusion between the brand. Um and, and, and in trademark infringement, you need to prove that the consumer's perception is that they can mistake one product or one brand for the other. And I, I, and I did another poll and I said, do you think there's a likelihood of confusion in the name Bentley, especially when owned by two separate entities? 75% voted for yes. And I agree with you guys. Yes, there's a likelihood of confusion. 25% voted for no. I wonder why, guys. Um, now, my question is, if there's no likelihood of confusion, why did Bentley Motors try to cancel Bentley's clothing mark. I mean, it's suspicious, you know. Now, in 2017, Bentley Clothing sued Bentley Motors for infringement over the use of the name Bentley. And in November 2019, Bentley Clothing won at the high court against the luxury car manufacturer Bentley Motors for using its name on a range of clothing. And the result of the ruling was that Bentley Motors would no longer be able to use the name either on its own or in conjunction with its famous winged logo on its clothing range in the UK. But we will be required to limit it to um, future clothing range such as jackets, silk ties, caps and scarves and would not be allowed to sell other type of clothing or headgear. Now, Bentley Motors will go ahead to appeal this ruling and will lose in December 2020. And what came out of that judgment was that they should destroy all clothes featuring the Bentley logo by the 3rd of February. I believe they've done that. Now, in Nigeria, trademark infringement is considered to be a violation of the exclusive right granted to the registered proprietor used in relation to goods and services in commerce consistently. See how I stressed it. You have to be using it consistently. Like, it's not like you take a break. You have to use it every single time. See Section 5, Sub 2 of the Trademark Act. While in the UK, an, an infringement occurs when there is an unauthorized use of an identical or similar goods or services see section 14 and 17 of the trademark act from this case it is clear that bentley clothing had proved that bentley motors mark was similar or identical and likely to cause confusion amongst its consumers as the origin of the mark in the uk another way to prove an infringement is that you can show that the use damages or takes advantage of the reputation and goodwill of your mark. See section 10 of the Trademark Act. Just like in this case, the infringer could be ordered to destroy the infringing goods. You can also seek redress by taking legal actions like Bentley clothing, where you can get injunctive relief in the following ways. One, you can demand that the alleged infringer stop such infringements. You can also demand that the person um, whose act is likely to infringe your mark takes preventive measures or you can demand that the goods be destroyed um, like you know like Bentley Motors is going to do or has done now in the case of Soul 
publication limited against sweetheart publication limited and another the court had earlier on in form of an anton pillar order restrained the defendant from publishing selling offering for sale or advertising any magazine or publication under the name and or title hearts or sweethearts or under any name or and title of which the word heart forms part pending the determination of the motion or notice for this is a nigerian case um so what are the ingredients of an infringement one authorization was not given for the use of the mark in question we know that in ip authorization consent and permission is very important secondly the mark is either similar or identical or deceptively similar to the already registered mark third it must be used in commerce which the already registered proprietor is engaged in fourth using either whole of the registered trademark or an adopted one by making a few additions and alterations <laughs> um, so what do you do when your mark is accused of being similar or identical or infringing to another person's mark you talk to your intellectual property lawyer or an ip lawyer specialized in trademark what do you also do when someone infringes on your mark still talk to your ip lawyer or trademark lawyer who will help you understand if there is a likelihood of confusion with your mark especially in this social media call out era where anyone can just wake up and you know make a post to determine the jurisdiction of the infringer so you need to figure out where the person infringing your work resides in and if you have an ip protection within that jurisdiction thirdly your ip or trademark lawyer will reach out to the infringer by writing a cease and desist letter um, fourth if they don't listen or respond then your lawyer can file a suit on your behalf at the federal high court if it's in nigeria or an ip court if it's outside nigeria or any court that is you know specific for uh, listening to ip disputes within your territory or parties can also opt to settle out of court by exploring alternative dispute resolution mechanisms such as mediation arbitration Translation, negotiation. Things you need to know or do when it comes to trademark. One, when you come up with a name, logo, design for your brand, always do a search. Um, in countries like the UK, the principle of first to use allows brands like Bentley Clothing to enjoy a fair amount of protection over the use of the name without even registering it. However, in Nigeria, we apply the first to fire principle where if bentley clothing had registered or registered bentley before bentley motors then they own the mark thirdly always make inquiries about the laws of the various forms of ip especially in the jurisdiction or country that you wish to establish your business know that ip is territorial in nature you need to register your mark in order to enjoy legal backing protection and also enjoy the exclusive rights of commercializing and exploiting your mark through licensing assigning and creating merchandise six check and register your domain name seven know the trademark know that trademark is a registrable right eight once your mark is registered you can exclude and prevent third parties from copying selling distributing and doing acts that only you can enjoy 
um do you have i asked them the question do you have an ip lawyer or a trademark lawyer on your retainer and 33.3 said no why 66.7 said do i need to yes you need an ip lawyer on your team I mean, IP basically interfaces with every other sector. So I don't see why you don't have one or you don't see the need to have one. Um, I asked another question. Can an unregistered mark enjoy IP protection? The answer is yes. However, that protection is limited as you can sue for passing off. And to do that, you must show that the mark has goodwill or it has achieved goodwill over the years. Um, it is being misrepresented. And there's a likelihood of confusion. I made another point. I said, have you ever been accused of trademark infringement or any IP infringement? And it was a 50-50 answer. Although just two persons voted, um, which is not enough to you know, conclude. Um, so an unregistered mark can be protected under unfair competition and passing off. So speak to your IP lawyer today or anytime that someone infringes on your IP. Um, in wrapping up, while exploring your creative and innovative side, you need to be cautious not to infringe on existing IPs. You can always reach out to the IP owner, get consent, permission, and authorization. You can also opt for collaboration and also register your IP. Um, so yeah, we've come to the end of this episode. Did you learn something today? I hope you did. If you did, please like, favorite, and follow my podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, um, iTunes, um, Anchor. Um, show me love, guys. And yeah, don't forget that you can always reach out to me. If you have any topic or case you want us to talk about, or if you want to be featured on my podcast, you can always send us a message at IP Series Info at gmail.com until the next ip series episode have a lovely day guys